Welcome to Centerpoint, a podcast series from Center College, where important conversations take place. This newest addition to the series includes oral history interviews with World War II veterans conducted by Assistant Professor of History Sarah Eggie and her students at Center College. Each interview is divided into three parts and introduced by Dr. Eggie. Join us now for part three of episode two, which features Albert Wess, a member of the Red Ball Express, the unit that ran supplies in Europe for General Patton. He is interviewed by Adil Ahmed. It is a privilege to share stories of World War II veterans on the Centerpoint podcast. This interview is with Albert Wess. You will hear his interview in three episodes. Mr. Wess is African American, and he faced discrimination while serving in the Army. Some of the details he shares may be difficult to hear. In episode three, Mr. West discusses some final thoughts about his service. He offers his ideas about heroism. He remembers George Patton. He recounts the changes he has experienced over his lifetime. Despite all the racial discrimination he faced, his last words are of hope and faith. Would you consider yourself a hero for your service? Mm -hmm. I'd say the hero is paid the supreme price. Those are the guys that's a hero. Did you have any friends or family or anyone um, when you came home from war that regarded you as a hero? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Would you say that's all it takes um, for heroism to, as you, in your words, to pay the supreme price? Or what did you say? Like when you define heroism, would you say that it's just, in your words, paying the supreme price, or is there something more to it? No. Uh, uh, extraordinary activities and different things, and hmm. it all depends on what situations you was in. If you're under fire, a lot of people just don't realize what the, you just ain't got no uh, mm-hmm. idea of what's, what's going on. I never forget one, one night we was in Luxembourg. Mm-hmm. And they had they had sent us back off the front. They had sent us back off the front to pick up some personnel, and it was cold. Mm-hmm. So we went back, and uh, we were all getting to getting prepared to pick this personnel up. And I, I I said to myself, I said, Hershey, I guess it must have been about two o'clock in the morning. Sky was just a bit mm-hmm. cold. I said, Hershey, oh, I said, I believe I hear an airplane. And somebody said, oh, said, uh, said there goes old Radar West. You can always hear anything. And I said that for a few minutes. I said, well, I'll tell you all what. I said, I'll tell you all what. I don't know what y'all think. I said, but it's an airplane up there. <laughs> and, and sure enough, he had, he had cut his engine, and he was gliding back there to see what he could find. Mm-hmm. And any light would, would give you position away. And all of a sudden, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, I learned one thing. He didn't strafe you to kill you. He, he strafe you to make you kill yourself. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it was just something. That, Did you witness acts of heroism? No. No. They they didn't like uh, 
they didn't like Patton <laughs> because Patton appreciated his, he, Patton appreciated the black boys in those trucks because if it hadn't have been for us carrying that material and stuff up there, they'd have never won the war. <laughs> see, and, and the trucks we drove, and I'd say the Germans couldn't understand how the United States could move so fast overnight. Mm. And they're moving so fast overnight, but the red ball was spread. And, and uh, that Patton admired his black boys by doing that. Mm. But now they just didn't they just didn't want that, just like I said, and they made that picture of the red ball express, they put the white boys in. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that wasn't the way it was in World War II. Why didn't they put them? Not that we wanted the recognition, but that's the way it was. Mm -hmm. See, but now they're going to turn everything around. What did you think of Patton? He, he, he was kind of harsh, but he was firm. Mm -hmm. I used to see him uh, maybe two or three times a month. Did you ever interact with him personally? Or uh, no, no. But you saw him in person. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Seen, seen him, seen him, seen him in person. Huh. In big pearl hammer for the time. You, you got a picture of him? Do you have a picture of him? I've seen pictures yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he, he, he was right. Now, now, when we came out of uh, World War Two. He told everybody then, he told about Russia. Mm. He said, he, he said, let's whoop these SOBs while we got this equipment over there and we won't have to come back. No, they didn't do it. Now, you see what we got now? Mm. Um, can you say more about your experience in France? Like, did you interact with the French people there? Did you meet certain people well, there? Or? Yeah. yeah. So uh, people were, you, you're going through the houses and they, they, Fixed dinner, that is, that is if you had time, see, mm -hmm. they'd, they'd fix dinner for you and they'd treat you, treat you nice. We'd go out drinking with them, different things like that, but <laughs> see, we didn't have, we was kind of under a restricted mm -hmm. order on things. You could, you could go so far, and of course, and we had a lot of, a lot of the guys that, uh, that did, did, did different things. You take uh, the black market. And different things like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm smart enough to stay out there because you get that a lot, a lot of the guys sold gays. Mm -hmm. But now they catch you, they put you in prison for about 20 years. I know you ain't gonna lock me up for no 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. but that's that's just the way things work. Well, do you have any final a final thought you want to share or anything to wrap up? Uh, I, I, I feel a, a lot of times. Uh, 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 talking about uh, things like this, uh, uh, most people don't believe it no him. Now, is it just that we go back with a memory? Now, my father had a grocery store out the North Middletown. Now, I can remember standing on my father's store porch, and they was building the roads. From, from from mud, they was building the roads, 460 going through North Middletown, two miles sterling. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the 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 big rock trucks, or trucks would bring the rocks and dump them in the middle of the road. Great big rocks, great big rocks in the middle of the road. Now they had prisoners that had sledgehammers 
busting them up. Everybody seems to a lot of thousands of them just beating on them rock. Then behind that, they had another crew behind that 10 or 15 of them, what they call a napping hammer. It was about that long. It had a big round and they sitting there in the middle of the road beating the rock. Then all of a sudden, somebody come up with a rock crusher. Well, a rock crusher? You mean to tell me somebody done made a machine that'll crush a rock? Now you got gravel. See, but before then, see, your, your, your trucks and things didn't have air tars. They just had a solid piece of rubber hmm. running run over and they, they ain't got time food with no flats and different things like that. Oh, I can, I can take you, I can take you way back. But it's just, it's some things that I can tell you that people now just don't believe. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, another thing I, I think about now, Lexon had a, or, or ice age at one time, the the the, the, the ice age shut mm-hmm. down everything. It shut down everything. Well, now, ain't nobody got no power. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody, can't nobody do nothing. See, we didn't have it. Now, the only thing that the ice age broke during our time was the clothesline in the backyard. <laughs> See, because we didn't have no electricity. We didn't have no running water. You had a well outside where you got your water. Is it? Mm-hmm. And you, you had your coal oil lamps for your lamps and things at night. Mm-hmm. See, so didn't nobody have all this. So you plug in now and you look what you got now. But you see, people must have been all right because they're, they're still making it. See, but, but from that day up to right now, to God be the glory, I made it. They said, well, how'd you do that? And I said, 